0: I want to talk to you a little bit about some terminology, some confusion through the years. Actually, there's some heresy. There's some heresy about this subject that has risen up through the years of, as I've been around. And I'm going to try to clear clear that up. And the last slide, whatever happens to i got to get to the last slide. By the way, Peg is home. Peggy, God bless you. Now, if you're not watching, you miss this. So when you're. When your son gets home, he's going to ask you whether you remember this. Okay. so. So, Also, Jeff Cronin over there in uh, Michigan. God bless you. I hope you come down and see us pretty soon. And some other folks are watching. Is Betty Lou? Otherwise known as Old Blue. So I hope you're watching. All right. Some terminology taken from Luke chapter 24, 46, 49. I say unto them and said unto them. This is Jesus, thus it is written and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and arise from the dead the third day. Why? And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Ye are witnesses of these things. Behold I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. The color The color is my addition. In other words, it's not in the Bible in two different colors. I did that for emphasis. You can't be a witness without the Holy Spirit. We cannot do this in the flesh. It cannot be done in the flesh. You cannot be a witness for Christ without the Holy Spirit of God because he's the one that's explaining it to the people you're talking to. Now, don't be discouraged in your witnessing because sometimes you talk to somebody and you don't know if they're listening. You don't know what's going on inside. Also, I've talked to people who have gotten saved over one statement that was made in a conversation, that the Holy Spirit just would not allow them to get over. They just wouldn't allow them to get away from it. And so uh, they remember that one statement, and it plays back, and finally they get my mom, my dad, and some other people I've known talk about that some. And so... I'm going to talk about that big word right, synonymous terms, synonymous terms. The word repentance and the word faith and the word believe are synonymous with each other in the Bible. Now, what I mean by heresy is, a heresy means some people go too far. There's a group of people who say that you're saved by repentance, and without repentance you cannot be saved. Then this group of people say you don't need repentance because repentance, they, they consider it a work. And well, obviously, we're not saved by works, right? And so they say, well, repentance is a work, so you can't be saved by repentance. You've got to be saved by faith or, or, or believing. And there's this kind of a school of controversy, but don't let that affect you. These three terms are synonymous, one with another. They're interchanged back and forth. I'll show you all that. time again. We've got a lot of scripture to go over tonight. All synonymous terms of salvation that are used alone sometimes and together sometimes. So don't favor one term over another term. And you'll see why as we get done. They combine to make a whole unit. They convey a change of heart and a change of mind. They convey a broken and contrite spirit because pride repels God. God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And closes the door of salvation. Uh, some, of the, some of the pride I see, and by the way, any self-righteousness, any self-righteousness absolutely closes the door to salvation and repels God. Uh, some examples of that is, people, I've heard people say, I'm not as bad as some people. Talk to them about Jesus. I'm talking to them about their soul. Some they are going to face God and have to answer for the deeds done in their body, whether it be good or bad. What do you think about that? And they say, well, I'm not so bad. My brother was worse than I. My dad, my, you know, they may even look at you and say, I know, I'm, be- I'm a better guy than you. And you know, they'll compare themselves. The Bible says if you compare yourselves with others, you're not wise. And when you stand before God, guess what? You're going to be alone. Mom, dad ain't going to be there. They, nobody, friends aren't going to be there. No no lawyer's going to be there. Uh, there may be a lawyer or two in heaven, maybe. But they're, they're uh, I know one, Chris Powell, is in heaven. But uh, there's not going to be any advocate for you. The only advocate for you is Jesus Christ the righteous. And if you trust him as your personal Savior, then he'll be your advocate. When the devil comes and accuses you night and day, by the way, uh, he's my advocate. He's my advocate. I have, you'll hear people say, I've done some good things in life. Well, I gave to Jerry Lewis Telethon. I helped old ladies across the street where they wanted to go or not. I did, and you, know, you hear the craziest thing. Now, we're talking about soul salvation. And you make it clear to them that, that, that if you offend the law in on one point, you're guilty of it all. This law, offend at one point, you're a lawbreaker. What's the punishment for sin? Death. Second death, the lake of fire. That's what the book says. So, if you violated the law one time, you're you're going to go to hell. You have to go to hell. You have to. Because you could never go to heaven. If you went to heaven, you'd corrupt it. Like a virus, you would come in and spread your infection and destroy what God has made, and he's not going to let that happen. God God should be glad to get me. I've heard, I've not murdered anyone. I love that. I've not murdered anyone, preacher. Of course they have. Probably every one of you in here at least murdered a few people. Maybe me. If you hate somebody, murder starts from hate. The seed of murder is hate the seed of adultery is lust. Lust on a woman in your heart, you committed adultery in your heart. Jesus raised this law behind me up to the spiritual level. So if you hate somebody, you basically murdered them. You're doing the same. The only difference is you didn't go ahead and do it. But you you wanted to. What's funny is uh, husbands and wives murder each other all the time. With hate. Don't do that. Don't let that not born again. Christian, not, I'm talking about somebody else, not you folks. Must be referring to somebody else. So, so let's look at these, things, these three terms real quickly. Three terms, repentance, faith, and belief. I want to show you how they interchange and how they function in the Bible. New Testament only. I started in the Gospels and worked my way back through the, some of the epistles. The message of the Gospels is repent. The Gospels meaning Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. For well, that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, there are people who want to dispensationalize the Bible, what they call hyper-dispensationalists. They want to dispensationalize the Bible to say that the actual Gospels have nothing to do with the church because that was the, the gospel of what they call the kingdom. That wasn't the gospel of the church because the church started in the book of Acts. And I mean, stop. The Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. That was written... Before the New Testament was was written and put together, so that all Scripture was was referring back to Genesis all the way to Malachi, all of that was given by inspiration of God, and what what was being written eventually, God knowing that was going to be put in Scripture. So, uh, repent. The twelve when he when he sent the twelve out, and they went out and preached that men should repent. So Jesus preached repentance. The twelve he sent out, they preached repentance. Uh, we have Jesus' message. I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall likewise perish. We did a billboard on US 41, which has about 2.2 million views a year. We did a billboard for about six months with this verse on it. "Except you repent, you shall likewise perish. That's as New Testament you're going to get. Peter in his second sermon says, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. I didn't see the word faith or belief. He's calling them to salvation. But I didn't see faith or belief. Paul's sermon at Athens, and the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. This is in the church age for sure. I don't care how you dispensationalize the Bible, you got to admit that's in the church age. Actually, after 17. I don't see him calling them to believe or have faith. Why? Because they're synonymous with each other. Repentance, faith, and belief can be used separately or in combination of two or three or just one or all of them together. It just simply, in the Bible, in the New Testament, it refers to the same thing. We say, get saved. Okay. Paul before Agrippa, but showed first unto unto them at Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout the coast of Judea, then to the Gentiles that they should repent and turn to God and do the works meet for repentance. Now, some people get flamed up and say, Oh, the works. Repentance is a change of mind, it is a brokenness and a contriteness, which we know from the Old Testament. Those are the sacrifices, Psalm 51, sacrifices of God are broken and contrite spirit. Repentance is a is a mood of the spirit. You okay? If you fan that anymore, you ain't gonna have no hair. We need to get her. How about we take a collection, buy her a little battery-powered fan? She can sit there. God bless her. Uh, but repent and turn to God. And then when you do that. It'll produce a change in your life. There's a change in my life has been wrought since what? Jesus. Yeah. And so Paul at Ephesus, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but showed you and have taught you publicly. I like the spelling on publicly. And from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and to the Greeks. Repentance toward God. Now, oh combination, repentance toward God and faith towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Now they've com- he combined them to do together there. Paul at Corinth. Now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but you sorrowed to repentance. Remember, I told you that repentance is a mood. It's it's a it's a decision. I'm a sinner going on my way to hell. I learn about my sin, it's wicked and awful and hurts God, and I turn away from I want to turn away from my sin, to, but you turn away from something to something. You don't turn away from something you don't turn away from sin to nothing. You turn away from sin to God. And you're sorry. How many in this room don't raise your hand when you got saved? You were sorry you sinned against God. Not sorry you got caught. That's not repentance. Not sorry you have to pay a penalty. That's not repentance. Repentance is sorry you damaged God. When I sometimes when I would do bad things and I had plenty of them at home, I would be sorry. I'd hear my I see my mom cry because I was doing bad things, smoking on top of the chicken coop, stuff like that. And she'd cry after I got whipped real good and had to eat tobacco and a couple other things. She'd cry. I thought to myself, "Well, you gave me the evil nature." Then i get smacked, you know, I mean. But I feel bad about hurting her. I didn't feel bad. Not I didn't feel bad enough not to keep doing it. But true repentance is a, it's a form of spiritual sorrow. For you remain sorry after a godly manner that you might receive damage by us and nothing. In other words, he said, I'm not trying to hurt you by what I'm telling you. For godly sorrow, that's the kind of sorrow that they had, worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world works out. This world will make you sorry if you don't believe. You don't believe sin will make you sorry. Look at some of the people in Hollywood. Look how look how Michael Jackson was before he died. Look look how Elvis Presley was before he died. Look look how these movie stars and uh, even Robin Williams hung himself. Sin. will work death. It'll take you to where you'll kill yourself. Then the devil will laugh. But the kind of sorrow that God gives us works repentance to deliverance, salvation. That's a beautiful, different outcome, amen? My sorrow and tears over my sin work for my betterment. Work for my good. Work for your good, right? That's what happens when you get repent. True repentance works to your salvation. There is a sorrow in Christianity, absolutely. The steps to salvation are: first of all, you hear about your sin. There's none righteous, no, not one. There's none understand, none that seek after God. All gone astray. All turned to their own way. Isaiah 53, the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. You get accused of wrong, and your pride will react. How many times have you been witnessing somebody, and they'll get mad at you? First reaction is madness. They get mad about it. Why? Pride. It's a rising of the pride. Second reaction is they get convicted of that wrong, and they get sad. They begin to, they begin to realize that what you said was right. And then the third reaction, you get glad. That's the admission of the wrong. So you've got an accusation wrong. You get convicted that they are wrong and then they admit they are wrong and they repent and remission of sin through faith in Jesus Christ as we just read. So the first stage is madness, second stage is sadness, and the third stage is gladness. That's pretty well where it goes. Peter's view, the Lord is not slight concerning his promise. Some men count slightness, but as long as suffering to us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to what? Can you see this back over in that corner? I hope you guys aren't just spooning over there. Spooning, that's an old word. That's a 20s word, 1920s word. Spoon by the silver moon. That comes into my mind. Oh. For married people, that's nothing wrong with that. I would to God you loved each other. Amen. Do you see how important and vital repentance is to the gospel? I hope you do. Repentance comes through the Holy Spirit conviction of sin. By the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So word of God has a part of that also. Who inspired the word of God? Holy Spirit. Holy men of God spake as they were moved along by or moved by the Holy Ghost. Sorrow fills the convicted heart when the realization of violation of God's will and sin against him are made plain by the Holy Spirit. This brings us to a second step of the gospel. Faith and belief. Or believe. Now, now, not just faith and believe in anything or any one, but the one, the only, the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, and who has risen from the dead, from the grave, alive forevermore. That's the one. In other words, people say, well, I've got faith, Brother Bill. What's that going to do for you? Faith in what? Faith in who? Faith in Allah is not going to help you. Faith in Buddha, faith in wisdom, faith in your own self, faith in your grandpa and grandma, faith in your mom and dad, faith in faith in any it's not going to help you. It's going to be faith in only one. There was only one savior. Jesus Christ. The only begotten son of God. He's it. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must must be saved. You're not going to go any other way. I hate to tell people, they say, Well, you tell me all these billions, 250 million Muslims are going to hell without if they don't trust in Christ, repent and put faith in Jesus Christ, believe he was buried, uh, I believe he died and was buried and rose again the third day. Yes, they're going to hell. They have to. I'm sorry. I don't want that, and neither does God. Now, I'll I'll bring a verse up on that in a minute. It's not God's will that any should perish. Oh, I already just had that up there. 1 Peter 3, 9. So a question. Have you repented and realized your violation against God and his word? Did it lead you to placing your faith, belief in Jesus Christ alone for your soul's salvation? These are searching questions you need to ask yourself. If so, a deep change has taken place. Now, sometimes the outward change doesn't happen as fast as the inward change. In other words, your 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 mindset changes first. Your understanding will change first, and then your outside stuff will begin to change, as as the Lord touches you on that. You know. You remember Paul, uh, the electrician. Remember Paul the electrician. What was his last name? Paul Carr. Paul Carr, C-A-R-R, I think it was. Paul came in here, you know, and he had a big old ponytail and earrings and tattoos up both arms. And, and he was wild looking to us here at Gospel. He was kind of wild looking. But he came in, he had a tender heart. He opened his heart to the Gospel. He got saved. He, he started reading his Bible through every year. He uh, wanted to get in the choir, and he said, I want to get in the choir, and, and Mr. Knott said, you can't be in the choir with the earrings. I'm sorry, we, we're just, we like to separate the sexes. It's time to say amen. <laughs> Tough group to teach to. We like to separate the sexes here at the gospel. We want our women to be women, look like women, smell like women. We want the men to be be men, look like men, and smell like men. Yeah. <laughs> so old, old Paul, man, he came to me and he said, you know, the choir director asked me, he said, I'll take these oh, I'll never put them back in again. He said, I want to do what God wants me to do change from the inside out. Nobody said a word to him about cutting his hair. Pretty soon he, that ponytail got shorter, started about that long, got that long, got that long, got that long. Got that long. Pretty, soon, pretty soon he had his hair cut about like I do. Nobody told him to do that. God did. Repentance and faith from the inside out. And that's the best way. That's the best way. Let God change you from the inside out. And so a deep change takes place. In principle at first, but in actions ultimately the works of repentance. That's what the Bible means by show forth works of repentance. Faith and believe examples, and i got to keep moving. Jesus' words, and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. So I read you before where he said just repent. Now this one, when he combines the two together, repent and believe. See that? So he just puts them together. Sometimes separate, sometimes together. Jesus answered and said to him, This is the work of God, that you believe on him whom he has sent. Now he didn't put repentance in there. There's no repentance in there, not a mention of it. He just said, believe. And he got, and they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. This was the Philippian jailer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I don't see the word repentance in there. I don't see the word faith in there. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. What are we seeing? We're seeing a synonymous usage of the terms. This only what I learn of you in Galatians, Paul, receive you the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Now there's faith without belief or repentance. For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. I see faith, but I don't see repentance or belief there. And there's so many so many other examples. This is I just keep it short and sweet. For the grace of God, where you're saved by grace for grace are you saved through faith that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. So there's faith and the word saved together. So you're saved by faith because it's the favor of God, grace. And then in uh, Hebrews, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he cometh to God must believe that he is, and in order of them to seek him, it doesn't say anything about repentance or belief. Well, he doesn't have to. Why? Because it, they're talking about it. It's the same. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So, what do we find? Repentance, faith, and believe are synonymously used for salvation. Same diamond, three facets. Same diamond, three facets. How many here know those folks or knew those folks? Festus is me. Because if you ever saw me grow a beard, that's what it would look like right there. Dr. Bailey's not here. If you're watching Dr. Bailey, that's you, buddy, on the right. Little disheveled. Got your black bag with you. Of course, Vera, she's a redhead. <laughs> That's Vera when she was a little younger. (laughs) And then Tex, Bob Morris, that tall, got his hat on there. Well, anyway, I hope that helped you out some. That was not exhausted. What I did was not exhausted by any stretch of imagination, it was not. But it was enough. To show you the real teaching of the Word of God, those three terms. I, there were guys when I went to Bible school, they'd argue over a gnat. I'll tell you what, swallow a camel. Uh, they'd want to argue about every kind of little thing, every little jot and tittle of the Bible, want to argue about it. And they'd want to. There'd be guys at campus to be like repentance guys, and there'd be guys on campus to be belief guys, and you know they'd be at like at each other. Here they're on the same team, same Savior, same Holy Spirit, same Bible. And they should just, it's its the same, man. You want to go re- re- preach repentance? Preach repentance. Go for it. I saw it all, and I see it all in the book. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. For grace you are saved through faith, and of yourselves the gift of God. Except you repent, you shall likewise perish. It's all there. It's all there. May the Lord give us wisdom. Father, thank you tonight for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for these... Uh, People that have come, voted with their feet. I pray the Holy Spirit would guide and direct us in every direction. Lord God, we look forward to seeing you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida. Also, you could call the church office at 239- Nine four seven one two eight five. Thank you, and God bless.